Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. Today marks the last day of the third quarter of 2019, and we finished on a strong note for our major indexes today. The VRA investing system remains at 9 out of 12 screens bullish going into Q4, and we continue to see an end-of-the-year rally in our sights. But in the short term, as we've been alerting to here, we remain cautious. In the words of Mark Twain, October is one of the peculiarly dangerous months to speculate stocks in. The others are July, January, September, April, November, March, May, June, December, August, and February. So all of them. But Q4 of last year is still fresh on the minds of many investors. And many remember that October led the way lower for what ended up being the worst December after that bad October since the Great Depression. Now, we see a probability of this repeat as unlikely, but as we began alerting to our VRA members and podcast listeners two weeks ago, we are still proceeding with caution. We've sold positions here, raised cash, and we'll be ready to act as soon as the VRA investing system indicates. First, we want to see a continuation of today's trading into the beginning of Q4. A lot of times, these end-of-quarter rallies can be unpredictable. Uh, investment managers all over are turning in their reports. Everything looks rosy, but in reality, things underlying aren't as strong. So we want to see this continue uh, for the rest of this week. Uh, I'll get into more to our markets in a second about why we continue to be concerned about that. Our, our markets opened higher, but as we've been watching for, that last hour of trading has been negative. We finished uh, on the Dow 75 points off the highs of the day and lost all of those in the last 30 minutes of trading. Not what you want to see there. Um, but I'll get to more on that in a second. On Friday, the markets and investors were frightened by a new prospect that the Trump administration could block the ability for Chinese companies to be listed on U.S. exchanges and even delisting current public stocks that are Chinese-based companies. A strong move to say the least, and it certainly got the market's attention as we saw that sell-off on Friday. So something that we've talked about here a lot is the documentary The China Hustle. If you've not seen it, it's on Netflix. We highly recommend it. But if you have seen it, you'll see the lack of accountability that is required for a Chinese firm to list on U.S. exchanges, which is unbelievable. So, for example, Chinese companies are not required to submit accounting principles and audits to the United States. As a matter of fact, they basically forbid it. It's, it's in their agreement. And at the same time, U.S. companies have to go through endless hoops and hurdles to be listed on Chinese exchanges. Most of them are not. So why don't Chinese companies at least have to comply with the same level of scrutiny American companies do to be listed on our exchanges? It makes no sense. We have no answer for that. But very few people even know this is happening. Investors are fooled daily by these scam companies out of China. I highly encourage you to watch the China Hustle. It will show you the link that these businesses go to just to defraud the American investor. Uh, and so many people are holding these stocks. It's really 
pretty frightening. Um, another great piece that just came out uh, was the, uh, oh, now I'm blanking on his name, great, um, the, uh, the Kyle Bass interview. From this weekend, I highly encourage you to watch that as well. He was on CNBC this morning. Great pieces about why we need to remain strong here. And Kip put out a great poll on Twitter over the weekend that I wanted to mention here. He asked, how many people knew that Chinese companies were not required to be held to the same accounting standards American companies are on our exchanges? Of that, the 1,400 plus people who answered, a shocking 80% of those had no idea that this was happening, which is exactly why we feel we must bring it up here continuously. These are the kinds of facts people need to be aware of, and it encourages the kinds of conversations that we need to be having. So please, if, you, if you're listening to this now, go out there, tell your friends, tell your family about this, have them listen to this podcast so they can get an understanding about why, the going forward, U.S.-China trade negotiations are one of the most important economic issues that we face today and really that we all need to get behind. This is a totally bipartisan issue. It's not partisan. Even you'll see a lot of the Dems who are on the stage right now fighting for the nomination support this decision. So it's something that, as the, as the American public, we all need to get behind. Over the weekend, Trump's administration did take to the press to ensure that delisting Chinese companies was just an idea and that they had no plans to act on them. Peter Navarro was on CNBC this morning, um, you know, talking more about his Navarro rule, which if you don't hear from himself, Robert Lighthizer, President Trump, Wilbur Ross, Art Laffer, one of those basically five people that you cannot take it to be true. It's basically fake news. What they're doing is everything is behind closed doors now and they don't really want to be negotiating in the public. So makes a lot of sense. Uh, we can't be privy to all of these things, but we know that they're working hard on it there and certainly something we'll be following closely here going into Q4 of this year. So like I said, the markets liked that news that they weren't going to act on these Chinese delistments. The markets opened higher today after those announcements. All four of our major indexes finished higher on the day. Uh, we were led by the NASDAQ up 0.75% to 7,999, followed there by the S&P 500 up half a percent on the day to 2,976. And then the Russell 2000 and Dow were basically even percentage-wise, the Dow up 0.36% to 26,916, Russell 2000 also down, or sorry, up 0.36% to... Um, I apologize, that is the wrong number. The Russell 2000 was up 0.19% to 1,523 on the day. Looking at our internals, we got positive numbers across the board in advanced declines. 5,503 stocks advancing to 3,368 declines. New highs to new lows came back positive overall, but the NASDAQ did finish about 2 to 1 negative new, high, new lows to new highs, which was interesting considering the NASDAQ was our leader today. But overall, we finished with 269 uh, new highs to 201 new lows. And lastly, up-down volume was really pretty light today. Overall positive. Um, again, though, strangely light today. Looking at our sectors, we finished with 9 out of our 11 sectors higher. Led today by technology, up nicely over 1% on the day, followed by healthcare, consumer discretionary, and materials, all up over half a percent. Our two laggards on the day were financials and energy. 
And finally for today, our commodities watch, which we had a bit of a rough day here. Gold down 1.81% to 1,479 an ounce. But for Q3, it was up 5% on the quarter, one of the leaders. The only other leader were bonds, which were up 7% on the quarter. So strong quarter from gold despite being down today. Silver down a bigger 3.25% to 17.07 an ounce. Copper down 9 tenths of 1% to 257 a pound. Oil also down 2.86% to 54.31 a barrel. And lastly here on the day, Bitcoin, on the other hand, was higher after its slide last week. Now up 3.42% to 8,266 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Send your friends there. Send your family. This is important stuff that we want to get out there. We always appreciate your feedback as well. If there's stuff that you want us to focus on more, um, we'd love to hear it. Email us at support at VRAinsider.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.